Hey, hey, Monkeys fans. Welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. And I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Oh, a little uh, little ahead of the game, apparently, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> You're so eager. You're so anxious to get <laughs> For into real, this man. One. I can't wait to talk about this particular episode of the Monkeys. This is a great episode. I, I really liked it a lot. Had a good time with it. It is episode 37, Art for Monkey's Sake, directed by our buddy Al Singer, written by one of the best names in the game, Coslo Johnson, originally yeah. aired on October 9th, 1967. Coslo Johnson sounds like he's a, he throws left-handed relief for the White Sox or something. Yeah, exactly. Had one of those huge mustaches. <laughs> And we're, we're coming up to Halloween again, so I bet you there's a. I bet you now there's probably more monkeys uh, going out for Halloween. Kids dressed oh, as the sure. monkeys. Monkey men costumes. <laughs> but like the their game. moms are painting big sideburns on them. The guy who's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and so I've got to say, for this episode, I really enjoy this episode a lot. It was a lot of fun to the point where I don't think we watched it a ton back in the day. Do you remember watching this on the tapes? It was no. Not that, familiar. And there's that picture later on of them in the frame with the black shirts that I don't remember seeing anywhere else. So I was like, have we seen this? It slipped through the cracks somehow. Maybe uh, Much Music didn't have this episode or something and it never aired. <laughs> yeah, something like that appears to be the case. Well, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a great episode. It's great times. It was filmed at the tail end of last season. That's why Mickey still has his first season Mickey hair. Yep, yep. And uh, so anyway, let's get right into this. So right. P- Peter's at the pad. He's uh he's painting a life-size picture of the door that's at the <laughs> pad. And uh, he stands back to admire his work and the other guys walk in and Mickey tries to open the painting door and then bounces into it a few times and they like roll <laughs> the footage back and forth. <laughs> we should have a count going of how many times Mickey does some sort of slapstick video trickery nonsense yeah, during the cold open. <laughs> we really should. If it was a drinking game, we'd be trashed by the end of the <laughs> intro. <laughs> <laughs> so uh davy says that it's a great painting and miss mickey asks why he's painting doors what have you got against doors oh my head <laughs> which is pretty funny uh davy says that the door hit him right in the head and that it's a stone drag it hit him right in the head man that's just a stone drag it's interesting bringing stone drag back as well <laughs> uh mike says that peter should go to the art museum to be inspired by the great painters and then we cut to peter he's at the art museum and he's uh, painting a copy of one of their doors. <laughs> uh, you got to wonder, how, he, he almost had the whole thing done. Like, he did have the whole thing done. So he was there. He just set up shop in the museum, an yep. art museum. For real. <laughs> so uh, the security guard, his name is Chooch, is played by Vic Tabeck. He yep. tries to use the door and smashes into the painting. And he asks Peter what he's doing there. And he says that he's there to be inspired by the great painters. And a security guard starts to rough Peter up. But then another security guard named Deuce. I assume it's Deuce or is it Duce? Duce. I don't know. Does anyone go, say it ever? I don't think anyone ever does say it. I, I only know it because I looked him up. It says maybe. It, anyway, I'm going to call him Deuce because it sounds cool. Chooch why, and why Deuce. Not, why not douche? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, chooch and douche. <laughs> chooch and douche. <laughs> Mornings on 103.7. Chooch in the douche. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, 77 degrees here in the valley. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, we'll call him Deuce. 
Deuce starts to rough up, rough up Chooch, and he asks him what he told him about using his hands while smacking Chooch in the face. What do you use your hands for? I told you not to use your hands. <laughs> it's, it's actually really funny. And this, of course, is Monty Landis playing Deuce. Yeah. And so Deuce and Peter talk for a little bit, and Deuce says that Peter's a really good painter, and Peter says that he's also a bass player. And Chooch says that she, and Chooch says that they should kill both of them. Oh and, my uh, God! Chooch has some real anger issues in this whole episode. Like for real, he wants to kill Peter so badly the whole entire time. I isn't this character like okay? Vic's been in the show a couple times. Isn't he always kind of doing the same thing? Either he's dressed like a gypsy, or he's pretty much like a gangster, and he just wants to he just beat wants- up the monkeys in different <laughs> outfits. Yeah, I wonder if he was ever like, why do I always want to beat these kids up? Or I wonder if he like hated these kids and always wanted to beat them up. Hey, uh, hey, Vic, do you want to be in the monkeys? Only if I can beat them up. All right, come on. <laughs> You're going to be he's a security a real, guard. Uh, he's a real loving spoonful guy. He just <laughs> hates these monkeys. <laughs> Paul Revere has the best version of Stepping Stone. I don't care what you say. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, Deuce takes Chooch aside and he says that if they want to steal the painting, they could use this boy, but he has to show some finesse because they're in an art museum. So then Deuce tells Peter that he should paint something else that's more up to his talent. And he shows him a painting by Franz Halls called The Laughing Cavalier. (laughs) Peter says, yeah, you're right. And he tries to paint right on the painting, but they stop him in time. Thank goodness. So then we uh, hit the intro. And we come back to like a, a swanky 60s spy-inspired theme song as, we, as they're putting the credits up. Yeah, the, the blurry shot of that painting. Yeah. <laughs> the neat pretty, touch. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I really love in second season how they're all the different themes, like the different mm-hmm. like jingly themes. It's nice. And uh, Peter's working on his version of the painting, and it's really, really great. He backs up to take a look at it, and he bumps into Chooch, who wants to clobber him, but Deuce pulls him back. And Deuce tells Chooch that they're going to use Peter's painting and switch it with the original. And then what do we do? Then we sell the painting and make a fortune. And then what do we do? Then we buy tickets to Europe. So back at the pad, Mike is worried about Peter, and he hopes that he didn't insult him. Well, you know, to insult somebody, they have to understand you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, he should be here any minute. (laughs) There's a lot of Peter being the dummy things in this episode. Yes. So at the museum, uh, Pete has uh, drawn a green wool hat on the head of the Laughing Cavalier. And Deuce asks him what's up with the hat. And Peter says, It's Mike's hat. It's knitted. Which you might recognize from the Wool Hat of Mystery theme song. <laughs> it's one of the That's clips right. we use. You've heard of wool hats, haven't you? It's Mike's hat. It's knitted. There are actually two separate tracks on that uh, recording. One of them is me holding my phone up to the mic playing the Mickey clip and then hitting stop. And another track is me holding the phone up to the mic, hitting the Peter clip and then hitting stop. How and it d- took several tries to get it right on the recording. You can still hear some uh, weirdness. But yes, thanks for pointing that out. So Peter and Deuce have a, a funny exchange about kneaded and knitted. <laughs> yes. It's Mike's hat. It's knitted. I know it's knitted, but it's not needed. How did you know it was knitted? I can tell it's knitted, but it's not needed. Oh, for a minute I thought you knew Mike. It's pretty funny. That exchange about the hat being knitted and needed and even the thing about and then what do we do this is the difference between a jack winter joke and a coslo johnson joke yeah coslo got like the back and forth set up set up 
punchline. Oh, extra punchline versus, oh, I thought you knew Mike. That's a fun, a fun little thing at the end. Meanwhile, the jokes in some of the previous episodes were like, set up, set up, pun, set up, pun. It's like a different, different vibe, a different kind of style of comedy. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not, yeah, I don't think one's better than the other. Because uh, people have written about how the other thing, that's what the monkeys is about, like the puns and the jokes. And I agree with yeah. it. But then sometimes you just get hit over the head so often. It's like when you have an episode like this, it's like, oh, and then there's this as well. The monkeys are also this kind of joke. Yes. Yeah. So it's a, uh, no, I like them both, but I do enjoy the, the, uh, the variety. <laughs> Definitely. So uh, Chooch wants to belt, be- <laughs> Chooch wants to belt Peter and Deuce is thinking about allowing him to do it. Cause he's so mad <laughs> that he put the hat on the, on the thing. He put the hat on uh, the laughing cavalier. And, uh, but then they see the curator who's played by Arthur Mallet or Malay. And then they run into the basement with, uh, with Peter and the painting. So they just kind of hide out. So at the pad, the boys are eating breakfast and at the table is Mr. Schneider, like a big hey. return. I think we, uh, we were just talking about that. What happened to Mr. Schneider? So, yeah. and he's, uh, he's wearing Peter's orange pajamas with the blue bunny on it. Like going back to like the haunted mansion episode. Yep. Yep. Mike asks whether eating with Mr. Schneider and Davey says that Peter isn't back yet and they missed him. And Mike's surprised he's not back yet. He's been all night and they're kind of just like noticing he's still not back. <laughs> and uh, Mickey hopes that he's not in any trouble. And Davey asks, how much trouble can a person get into at a museum? He's in trouble. He's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so at the basement of the museum, Peter's almost done the painting, but he's just not feeling it. <laughs> he says uh, if they could tell him something about the painting, he could get inspired. This guy, he's a class of guy. He's a guy what have a lot of class, have a lot of money. The guy's a good dresser, you see, with the ruffles, with the style. This guy got a lot of style, with a big hat, with all the girls, you understand? And I think it's one of Monty Landis's best bits so far. Like, this character I really loved of Monty Landis. <laughs> For real, yeah. The deuce, douche, douche. Such difference between his characters. Like, either this the a different accent or the, the look or the mustache or something it's like that's what being a character actor is all about and he uh knocks it out of the park right away i think this is the first episode they produced with him oh really yeah is the second one they shot and the first with him out of how many you said i forget like six or seven or eight right yeah the season six yeah who appears in more episodes him or uh valerie hmm We'll, we'll send that to the boys down at the Podcast Valley Labs, and we'll, we'll get back to that later. Yeah, that's a good question. And it's also, you can see why they wanted him to be in every episode, playing a different character in every episode. Just, yeah, the versatility on display is uh, unreal. Yeah, just be a lot of fun as well. So anyway, now all the boys, they've gone to the museum, and they're looking for Peter, and they s- decide to each check out Studio 1, 2, and 3, and they assign them. And then when they each go to their studio, they all bump into each other, and just like wrestle their way through to try to get to where they're going. It's like they all had to go walk straight. And they all walked straight into each other. <laughs> and in the pace in the basement, Peter's finished the painting and the background chooch is like rubbing his brass knuckles. He's about to hit Peter with them when Peter says he has to wait and chooch freezes with his hand cocked back. And then Peter notices and says that it looks fantastic. That's fantastic. And uh, so now all the boys are all tangled up with each other. And then Mike has an idea. They should just switch which studios they're going to. 
and uh, they unravel and they all just go about their business. That's a, that scene is cute because it shows off their like sort of improv physical comedy and just their general comfort level with each other at this point. Yeah, it's a great second season. I know it shot first season, but it's a yeah, their comfort level with each other and that just that and just to make that funny. It's like okay, I get <laughs> it, real. but it, they they make it funny because you're you're fully on they, with the monkeys at this point anyway. <laughs> yep. uh, so in the basement, Deuce says he's going to look upstairs to go look around. And when they get the painting up on the wall and they get the, the real painting, then Chooch can wall up Peter if he wants to. So Mickey walks into one of the studios and there's an artist there. His name is Michael Bell. And Mickey says, excuse me, but I want to... You want what? To be an artist? <laughs> you could never be an artist. You have no beard. <laughs> And then Mickey asks if he uses ever uses brushes because the artist is just painting with his fingers. And he says yep. that he needs to feel the paint on his fingers and in his soul. And they cut to his feet, and his feet are also painting with the <laughs> canvases on the floor. And uh, so then Mickey just asks if he's seen Peter and describes him, and he says that he's weird looking. And the artist takes offense to that and grabs Mickey's shirt with his dirty paint <laughs> hands. And yep. then he says Mickey owes him $1,500 for the work of art on his shirt. Because <laughs> it's going to be worth money someday. And then Mickey runs away. Deuce comes back downstairs and he says that the coast is clear and asks if, it, if the painting's finished. And Peter says yes. Chooch is about to smash him when the phone rings and Deuce answers it. And it's the curator telling him that the warning bell has sounded and that it's about to close and the security guard should be upstairs. So Deuce tells him that he's on his way and Chooch has to wait to beat Peter up. <laughs> and uh, so Deuce gets Peter to sit down. And he tells him that the, what's the most important thing for an artist? And uh, he says, it's to suffer. And then they stick this gag in Peter's mouth and they tie him up to a chair and they go upstairs. So Peter uh. has to suffer for his art. Then we cut to uh, Podcast Valley Sunday uh, debut. Surreal moment of the episode. <laughs> oh, boy. So Mike is walking around yelling for Peter, but he's shushed by a bunch of people who are all dressed up, all these snooty people. And then Mike stands there and all of a sudden Liberace walks out in this white sparkly suit and he takes out this gold sledgehammer and Mm. just starts smashing this piano to pieces. We would have remembered this. Yeah. I did not remember this. You can see Mike in the background, like falling over a couple times laughing and, (laughs) and Liberace seems to be having a great, great time. Smashing his piano. <laughs> and uh and then after a while, Mike just like skulks out the door and just leaves these people to watch Liberace <laughs> smash his piano with a gold sledgehammer. Like what what could he possibly contribute to the scene in, in there? It's like that's it. <laughs> but with this whole thing, Liberace's uncredited in the episode. Yeah. He just shows up, they get him to be in this episode somehow and he just smashes his piano. It's, it's wild. It's fantastic. And this has been the surreal moment of the episode. Thank you. <laughs> Brought to you by Chooch and Douche in the mornings. <laughs> so now the curator, who seems to be completely oblivious to everything around him entirely and just begging to get rused, <laughs> he doesn't notice Chooch hanging the fake painting or Deuce holding the real one. You could say he's cruising for a rusing. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, he just bitches at them to be more punctual and he leaves 
<laughs> and then Deuce tells Chooch to take the real painting to the basement and they'll finish Peter off. So the boys are all back together and Mike is saying that they've looked everywhere, but he's gone. And Davey asks if they check the basement and Mike says only a fool would be in the basement. He's in the basement. <laughs> and this is, yeah, we'll tie what's now. Dave, this is a very Davey light episode. He's not in it too much. And we don't get to see what he saw in a studio, if anything. Yeah. I wonder if they even shot it or if it was just in the script and they knew it was going to be long or they didn't want to shoot it or it was whatever. A, it was but just with just a girl. He just kisses a girl or something like that. Or uh, I don't yeah. know. It's a... Yeah, he's he, there's been no Davy Birds in any of these episodes. Oh, no. except in the first one in Mexico. I'm too busy shagging birds all the time, man. Don't worry about me. <laughs> I'm not in the episodes for a reason, man. I'm quite busy. Trust me. You know what? It's season two. He's no longer topless like five seconds into the intro anymore. She's got my jacket. Yeah. Maybe this is a factor. All, all the princesses got married, man. There's nothing for me to do anymore, man. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you, Davy Powers. Um, so Chooch puts the painting in the basement and he pinches Peter on the cheek. And that's an entire scene. And upstairs, Deuce and Chooch are hanging the fake picture. The boys go into the basement and search for Peter, who's sitting right in front of them. But they walk right past him, and they're all yelling his name. They finally found, find him, and they're pretty nonchalant about it after looking oh, for him all day. And he's been missing all night. Oh, hi, Pete. Hi, uh, Peter, Peter. <laughs> he's like, oh, Pete, so there you are. Hey. <laughs> so it's like, they're probably used to it. Like, oh, he's, he's not dead again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's more of that. Just like, oh, it's like, there you are, tied to a chair, of course. And so M- Mickey asks why he's sitting down there with a gag in his mouth. And Mike takes it off. And then Mickey says, what are you doing? They're sitting with a gag out of your mouth. <laughs> and uh, Peter says that he's suffering for his art. And the boys see the painting and says that it's really great. And Peter tells him that the man who painted that was brilliant. That means they've switched the paintings. <laughs> Oh my God. And we see the point upstairs and it's signed Peter Torque in white in the bottom corner. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, Coslow Johnson has a problem with Peter Torque. That's, that's what we can surmise from the direction of this episode. The, yeah. The, the looming beatdown, the verbal abuse, the dummy dressed in his clothing. This is, this is just reprehensible and actually i've looked it up here coslo johnson is actually vic tabeck <laughs> wow who just wants to beat peter up the whole episode finkel is einhorn <laughs> the boys take the painting to the stupid curator who tells them that the museum is closed and that they'll have to leave and he splits again useless then mike goes to a security guard and tries to tell him but it's chooch and then peter tells mike that it's one of the thieves and Chooch gets mad that Peter's double-crossed them and has a new crew. It's like he's, he's hurt by it. Man, oh man. Mike goes back to the curator, and he tells Mike to go away again. So Mickey goes up to another security guard, who turns out to be Deuce, who also isn't too impressed with Peter. Jesus Christ. So now all the boys go back to the curator with the painting and tell him that the painting on the wall is fake, and the curator tells him that it has all the brush strokes of the period and rattles on about why it's the real one. No, there are the famous Brands House brush strokes influenced by the Venetian period. Oh, nobody can emulate those. No. And so meanwhile, Deuce and Chooch are standing on either side of it, looking unimpressed. Mike tells them that there's been a robbery, and the curator says that's nonsense. Two security men guard it all day, and at night he personally turns on the alarm. 
So he turns on the alarm. He says, now the painting's protected by invisible beams. And if the beams are broken, the thief will be in jail in five seconds. And then for some reason, he walks over and picks the <laughs> painting up, breaking the beams. <laughs> and a jail cell falls from the ceiling and he's trapped inside. Get me my lawyer! <laughs> he starts to cry uncontrollably. I wonder if the term laser had been invented yet. That's a good question. Because it appears to be what they're going for, but they don't say laser. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, beams but of light. But anyway. Yeah. So back at the pad, I guess the boys got out of there, and uh, <laughs> they say that they have to break into the museum and switch the paintings. And it's like, do you? You know what I mean? This isn't. This doesn't affect you. You're only putting yourself in harm's way. You got uh, out the of there. The guy wanted to kill Peter. running short, boys. Yeah. The guy wanted to kill Peter. You got him out. Uh, <laughs> you convinced us. Not to beat Peter for 10 minutes. We yeah. had to come up with something else to do with the rest of the show. <laughs> so, but then I do have to say, then the, the episode becomes really cool because it becomes like like a Mission Impossible or something. Yeah. Like a spy kind of show. And so they get all their Mission tools ridiculous, together. as Mike says. Mission ridiculous. And they gather a bunch of tools and uh, three sandwiches and off they go. <laughs> so Davey's crawling up a fire escape onto the roof dressed in black. And Mike is doing a voiceover, laying out their plan. And uh, Davey has great physical comedy that he's bumping into everything. And he ends up electrocuting himself. <laughs> then Peter, uh, he's described as having fancy footwork. And he kicks over a plant. And Davey picks it up. And he sees the plant is fake. So he just throws it off the roof. And it hits Mickey. Mike pops up on the roof. And he bumps into the same pole that everybody bumps into. And he also electrocutes himself. <laughs> then Mickey hops up on the roof carrying the painting and he sneezes and he's described as the only weak link in the chain. <laughs> oh man. Which is kind of funny. I wonder if that was a thing like in those episodes with the throwaway character, like in the voice, I was like, he was going to be the weak link in the chain. And that's what they're <laughs> referencing or something. Maybe. Uh, they didn't do the, the 99 pound weakling episode yet. Did they did you say weak so. link or weakling? It weak, might be uh... I think it's weak link. Maybe it's the slang of the time. I don't know. A weakling in the chain. <laughs> <laughs> right after that intro, they're climbing down that rope ladder, right? Yeah. During the rope ladder part, I've, I think to myself, okay, these jokers haven't touched a fucking guitar all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. One of those episodes. Exactly. <laughs> then, they, yeah, when they come down that rope ladder, they're falling all over the place, all over each other. And they just tumble to the floor, <laughs> essentially. And meanwhile, Chooch is just sleeping. At first, I didn't realize that was Chooch for some reason. I thought it was like a real security guard who was sleeping. <laughs> so they get to the painting and they put on the x-ray glasses so they can see the, the lasers. Freaking and, lasers. And Mickey's constantly meowing because he's a cat burglar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Davey starts to walk around blindly and knocks over a sculpture. The thing was almost a thousand years old. Oh, well, thank goodness it wasn't new. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they take David to where the invisible beams are, and we see his POV, and there are pink and yellow beams all around the painting. It was kind of a cool shot to see. Yeah, for real. And uh, so Davey moves through the be beams, and he's doing his, oh, thing as he's doing it. He's doing his best to make that a goddamn thing, isn't he? He really is. He's pushing it. He doesn't get much time now, so he's trying to get any hook he can. He's like, don't only put me in for my O's. <laughs> I gotta keep doing them. <laughs> so David gets the painting down. He hands it over to Mike. 
And Davy asked for the other painting, and they had this funny game of telephone between the four of them. Get the other painting. Get to the painting. Get the other painting. I forgot it. He forgot it. He forgot it. Where is it? Well, where is it? Where is it? It's up on the roof. It's up on the roof. It's up on the roof. Well, go get it. Well, go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Dumb shit. So, and through all this thing, they're making so much noise and Chooch is never waking up. We keep cutting to him and he's sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. But then he drops his napkin and that wakes him up. Boom! And he sprints out the door. And uh, the boys see the security guard and they freak out while Peter's dangling on the ladder. But his feet aren't on the rungs. So when they first pull back and you see, it looks like Peter just hanged himself. You just see his feet dangling there and nothing else. And a second ago, I wish Chooch they would have showed him in like a like a dream bubble of him beating the shit out of Peter, and that's why he's so preoccupied and not waking up. Yeah, that's all he's dreaming of. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the boys strike a pose to look like a piece of art, and the security guy finds their sandwiches. Like Chooch finds their sandwiches, and he takes them, and then Mike set, tells Mickey and Peter to follow that guard, and so uh, they move around following him like moving around like a wall chasing each other kind of thing and then chooch leaves to eat the sandwiches he's in for a lot of trouble why because we're switching the paintings no because i put hot mustard on those sandwiches (laughs) see this is second season monkeys they got sandwich and condiment money yeah exactly they're raking it in nowadays yeah boom that's when you know you made it and uh so chooch eats all the sandwiches and then he pays the price his face is on fire and uh, so the boys switch the paintings and they're on their way up the ladder, but Deuce is on his way down and he asks if they're going somewhere and they stammer for a bit and then they all take off, which leads us to monkeys romp number one, Randy Scouts get. Yes. So uh, Deuce like punches someone or no, sorry. Uh, what's his name? Chooch. Chooch like punches someone through a curtain a bunch of times and it turns out it's Deuce. And for some reason it's funnier than it really should be. Then everybody's wearing x-ray specs walking around. We cut back to Liberace and he does his swing for the piano leg and he misses it. And the the, the, the hammer goes flying out of his hands. And that's definitely not on purpose. You could just tell by the look on his face. And uh, we the boys are in the rainbow room playing. Mickey's on timpani, Peter on keys, Davey on drums, Mike's on guitar. Mickey backs in uh, to that artist guy and the artist grabs him again. Mike and Mickey are dancing. The boys go into a closet to close the door behind them. And when it opens for Deuce and Chooch, it's a brick wall and they all smash into it. <laughs> Mike and Peter are floating outside the roof like because <laughs> they're just standing there like flying like birds. Uh, Dave yes. is a work of art that's spitting water out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, Peter's showing the thieves around the museum and he goes past a painting and it's the other guys holding the frame in front of them. And then mm-hmm. they just run around the basement. The artist bites Mickey's ear. That's like a post Van Gogh pre Tyson nod. I think. Wow. Uh, Splitting the difference. Yeah. <laughs> and just general madness and mayhem goes on. Uh, Deuce has a gun and he's pointing it at himself for some gun, reason. Gun, gun, gun. They snuck it in. I didn't think it was going to make it in the episode, but <laughs> it, at the very last or second last shot of the romp, there's a gun. So then the boys end up in the cell with Deuce and Chooch at the end. And a big you know huge what they pile. say. It ain't a romp without a gun. <laughs> they do say that. <laughs> uh, the, the the curator, he's now taking people through, like the press or something. I don't know, his people. He's taking them through the museum, showing it off. 
And he comes to the cell with everybody piled on top of each other. And he tells them that it's a new exhibit. And he handles it pretty well. He knows exactly what's going on here. Right? He already showed people that if you t- yeah, take the painting, yeah. you're going to get a cell. But he's just like, oh, yeah. So back at the pad, uh, Mickey has uh, put that shirt he was wearing in a frame <laughs> to make it a work of art. <laughs> and Mike is just walking around singing. And Mickey tells Peter that he's glad he's done with painting. And Peter says he's on to building things now. And Mickey sits on a chair that Peter built and it falls apart instantly. <laughs> and uh, we end with Liberace smashing the piano and putting the sledgehammer back in its case. And like, again, he looks like he's having the time of his life. For real. Did you notice on the end credits, it's day, space, dream, space, believer? No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> it's true. And also uh, during the credits, uh, Chip Douglas is credited as Chip Douglas for the first time and wow. not Douglas Farthing Hadalid, which Look is out. his real name. That's but his professional name was Chip Douglas. And uh, for some re- for some contractual reason, because the uh, monkeys poached him from the turtles, he could not go as Chip Douglas. And uh, for the first little bit of his contributions with the monkeys, he was Douglas Farthing Hadalid. But uh, real quick, I don't think we got to talk too much about Chip Douglas yet because this is his first credited by his professional name. Let me just tell you a couple of things about Chip Douglas, all right? Hit me up. Chip Douglas, uh, one of his early bands was called the Modern Folk Quartet. Part of this band was uh, Henry Diltz, who you might know as like the unofficial or maybe official monkeys photographer. He was in this band with him back in like uh, early 60s. And uh, they were produced by Phil Spector, and their drummer was Fast Eddie Ho. What a band. So there's uh, some pieces in place that would come into play a couple years later with the gang. And uh, also, Chip Douglas was an associate of Harry Nilsson. And uh, he would go on to introduce Harry to the boys, and obviously was an important character there. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Look at that, eh? So, like, yeah, Chip Douglas brought a lot of the uh, musical supporting cast with him when uh, Mike <laughs> stole him from the Turtles. <laughs> He's just going from one animal name to another. Like, uh, he wasn't their Turtles original bass player. He joined in time to play bass and do the arrangement for Happy Together. That's the time to hop in, not hop out. <laughs> for real. <laughs> so, after all that success and uh, the Monkees having like wrestle creative control, but wanting someone around who maybe had some experience who could maybe play the bass while Peter's on the keys. He was the guy, he was around in LA and uh, they got him. And for the next couple albums, he contributes. And we're like in the heart of it right now. The the headquarters pack and J period is uh, Chip Douglas time. <laughs> Man, that's like prime monkeys time in general. Like this whole second season and beyond For that. real. And like he's part of that the way boys and heart is part of the first two albums yeah for real for yeah real. yeah no very very much so so uh with this episode overall thoughts i like i said before i really like this episode a lot it's a, a really good time it's it breaks from the the norm even though there is no banding in it whatsoever other than randy scout skit just the, just the rainbow room stuff which you know we'll take it what else do you need really um, but I, yeah, I think, no. I think you're right about that interview being after the Rainbow Room stuff because Mike has those blue blue shades, and, and all that. 
Yeah. And they're really giving her throughout this whole session. Yeah, that's why Mickey's so spent entirely. <laughs> it's like they shot it like 10 seconds after they played this exact song, uh, Randy Scouts get. <laughs> Eight times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. How, how do you feel about this this episode? I gotta say, Monty Landis is so good in it. It's kind He's of so a good. Peter episode, but it's not. It's also it feels kind of like a Mike episode with a Mickey supporting and Davey way down in the the list yeah, for some reason. Like they're kind of in these roles. Like Mickey gets to do all this silly slapstick shit. Mike kind of takes the lead and does like any complicated talking. So like like I was saying, I, this is sort of an unfamiliar episode. I'm not sure we've seen it. Very often, if at all, back in the 90s. I feel we definitely saw it, but it's, yeah, it's not one where I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember all this. Were there guns in the episode? Yep. Very end of the romp. Mm -hmm. They snuck one in. Slipped them in there. It was close. Uh, Highlight of the show. Man, I don't know. There's, I know my highlight of the show is just Monty Landis, his character of Deuce or Duce or Douche. He, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he stole the show from me. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, I kind of like the <laughs> the exchange about this. Mike's hat. I like that part. It was really funny. Yeah, that was great. Was there a monkey's ruse? Cut when they were pretending to be the exhibit. It might be the sort closest. of yes. And uh, Peter is unwittingly participating in a ruse. Yeah, with painting switching. Yeah. So, so I guess that counts. Kinda. And they are also behaving as cat burglars, which are uh, ruse artists by definition. <laughs> That's true. Um, fourth wall break, when they said that means they switched the paintings. <laughs> yes. They look right at the camera, get a little push in as well. Best musical moment, Randy Skouskit in the Rainbow Room, I think. Yep. We agree on yep. that. So yeah, so would, would you say Randy Skouskit's the better one or Daydream Believer's the better one? <laughs> For the best music, I'd have moment. to go Randy's Ghost Get guys. You know. Yeah, me too. Um, what wouldn't fly in 2021? I think I, I think this is a pretty safe episode. Yeah, that's uh, that's true, Paro. Yeah, I think I made it. All right, so some did you knows? One we've kind of hit Vic Tabeck. He's in two other episodes: uh, Your Friendly Neighborhood Kidnappers and Son yeah. of a Gypsy. And this yeah. is his last appearance on the Monkeys. Oh. Was this one today? He never got to beat anyone up. Um. In the scene after the intro, I don't know if anyone saw this, but you can see the boom mic at the bottom of the screen kind of no, pop no into frame for a second. And uh, this is what we were uh, talking about earlier. Mike has some dubbed lines throughout this. And mm-hmm, one of yeah. them is when he says only a fool would be in the basement. Yeah. He actually says only an idiot would be in the basement. And maybe <laughs> they thought that was a little too harsh. <laughs> too harsh. And just Peter's a fool. He's not an idiot. He's, he's, yeah, he's not stupid. He's just like dumb. He's just innocent. On the dummy scale, he's on the, the fool end. Yeah. Not the idiot end. And see, I find recently, I was, I was talking about this with somebody, how if somebody in a, in a, a, a TV show is, is stupid, right? And it's a long TV show, goes on for seasons and seasons. After a while, for, I get to be like, oh my God, this person's just stupid. But if they're innocently dumb, they can get away with it forever. Like Peter or like like Joey from Friends. He's yeah. very dumb, but yeah. he's innocently dumb. So it's like, well, he's yeah. not just an idiot. So they get away with it better than like Big Tasty in Fucking the Goldbergs. Screech in the new class. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, Cody on Step by Step or uh, 
Boy Meets World, the older brother went like, oh yeah, yeah, full buffoon near the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's you just can't take it after a while. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, <laughs> that's for a sitcom Valley Sunday. Yeah, next week. <laughs> exactly. Um, another thing when uh, Mike is introducing them all as their cat burglars, each have nicknames, and Davy is the <laughs> Manchester Marauder. Peter's yeah. the Connecticut counter spy. Mike is the towering Texan and Mickey is a Los Angeles leopard. <laughs> Which also might explain why I was meowing the whole time. <laughs> um, one thing I feel them in their black, I, I couldn't find anything to back this up, but them when they're in their black cat suit, cat yeah. suit, cat burglar suits. <laughs> <laughs> When they're in that, I think those are the pictures that are on the cover of Missing Links Volume 2. When they're all in the black shirts. I think you're right. There's a couple p- times where I saw them and I recognized yeah. it because I, I knew that record very well. <laughs> yeah, that was a big deal. A big damn deal. Yeah. And just to go on with our uh, credit count, I don't think we did it last time because I was dumb, but for the, the <laughs> guests in the episode, uh, Arthur Mallet. Who is also Toodles and Hook? He was uh, has 139 Jesus. credits on his IMDb. Ooh. Vic Tabeck, he uh, has 149 credits on IMDb. Wow. And Michael Bell, the guy who played the artist, he has. Just take a guess. It's more than those, but take a guess. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Of uh, one eight nine. 379 credits. <laughs> Way. Yeah, it has a ton of voice work, like a ton of voice oh, work. Okay, but yeah, that that could pile up. Still, three hundred and seventy nine credits. That is something else. That's unreal. And that there is uh, art for monkey's sake. That's the whole thing. Yeah, man. Great times. Great times. Okay, up next, as part of the randomatic countdown, we occasionally give the wool hat a mystery a little breather. And uh, we do a little something called the honorary slip-in, where we discuss a tune or two that are not in the hat, which contains the monkey's official albums and singles. And we talk about something from the fringes of the monkey catalog. And uh, today, we're going to do a couple of those. Uh, Paco, you've picked out something. What do you got? For me, it's uh, it's from. Uh, it was it was on the show. They did it live, when they okay. did it, and it's uh on the Missing Links Volume Two album. All right. And it's a uh, Ryu Shio. Ooh. <laughs> For that song, when they played it on that Christmas episode, it was like, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was the greatest song. I, I loved it. And how they sang it all together live was fantastic. Yeah, and I remember when I got Missing Links Volume Two, and it was on it. I got it in August, 
and I remember playing that song a million times. It for me always <laughs> feels like a Christmas song because because it, it is, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it was, I love that song. And on the Monkees Christmas album, if you bought it at certain places, like Target or Walmart or something like that, it included Ryu Shiu on the Monkees Christmas album. Yeah. But I uh, I have the CD and I didn't have it on there, and I have the record. I'm not. I don't think it's on that either. Uh, it's extremely disappointing that there's a Monkey's Christmas album and Ryu Shiu is not just on it. Yeah, and you have to go find it. Yeah, it's exactly. It's extremely disappointing and very strange. Like, why that song of all the songs was? You know, this is what we'll give the department store. Uh, yeah. But aside from that, um, it was very cool, very special to see it on the show. The four boys singing together a cappella. Yeah. It's just beautiful. And uh, we obviously love it. Yeah. I, I think it's a great song. And definitely worthy of a spot on our countdown. Speaking of which, speaking of segues, uh, where would you put it on our uh, spectacular countdown? Who we? Let me have a look here. Do you like it more than uh, our songs from um, Dolan's Jones' Boys and Heart? See, yeah, I think I do. I would put it, honestly, at right after... Oops, I just had it. I would put it right after Daydream Believer and before Gonna Buy Me a Dog at uh, number 41. Okay. And I'm going to say, That's... I think Gonna Buy Me a Dog is, is very high for where it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Wasn't this just after? Well, it was right after we pulled Auntie Griselda. And I think we had just seen it recently in an episode, which makes you like that song a lot when you see all the shit going on. Yeah, it'll definitely be uh, in the reshuffle. <laughs> that said, maybe we relocate it down because uh, it's not better than words, tell you what. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, for now, Ryushiu at number 41 on the Randomatic Countdown. So uh, my particular pick for the Randomatic Countdown is a tune that I don't think we put in the hat, but it probably should have been because it is a B-side. It is MGBGT by Peter Tork and the Monkees. Cruising, choosing, using, and I'm using myself not a care. Striving, crying. <laughs> written by peter it's kind of a goofy little song it's not on any actual albums but it's cute and fun and there's about uh two paragraphs worth of lyrics he's singing about a car and this this version that is on the b-side of heart and soul has like the craziest crowd noise which is allegedly <laughs> from the 86 reunion tour oh, man these kids are going out Kids loved the monkeys in '86, dude, and their parents did too. It was a it was a <laughs> cross generational phenomenon. I thought I'd also keep the Peter streak alive. We had a pretty pretty fun Peter song last week. Yeah, and this is also a Peter song that it's, it just feels like a Peter song. It's got a little banjo plucking. It's got that that chipper vibe that 
not a lot of monkeys music has but most peter music has that's fantastic agreed yeah it's definitely yeah it makes you like snap your fingers and get into it and just like if you have a couple of drinks you're dancing around like an idiot <laughs> and it's like it's a little silly but and there's like car sound effects made by the instruments and it's it's just fun man it's just fun like a lot of good a lot of music is about cars and stuff but and, and, and great is, harmonies the bridge is yeah. really great it's a yeah a really great song i think and it's autobiographical you could actually find peter's actual mgbgt if you look it up online really uh yeah it's the car you had back in like Back then, like there's pictures from like the teen magazines of him with the car. Wow. I hope we always had it. I hope we just kept it. <laughs> I think times might have got a little tough, but who knows, man? All right. So where do you want to put it here in our randomatic countdown? We'll have a mystery. Great question, Paco. Great question. Cripple Creek a little better, I got to say. I've, uh, and I would tuck it behind... Our own little world just ahead of tomorrow is going to be another day. What do you think? This will be number 51. Yeah, that works. All right. And so concludes another edition of the Podcast Valley Sunday Honorary Slip-In. Cue the organ. We have uh, 48 songs left in the toque. Or in the wool hat, sorry. 48 to go. Yeah, crazy. Unreal. Crazy. There's still a couple. I'm still waiting on a few. Oh, I don't know about definitely. You, man. My favorite one's still out there. Still still residing in the yeah. world of mystery. I got a guess or two. I wonder if... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I think I know. Or do I? We'll find out. We'll see. We'll find out. Tune in <laughs> next time. <laughs> Chooch and the do 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 Sean Z91. So, everyone, thanks for checking us out, as always. From me, Paco. And me, Jeff. Have yourselves a monkey's little evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Monkeys fans. With everything going on with social distancing, Podcast Valley Sunday will be on every two weeks. We hope you're staying safe, we hope you're staying at home, and we hope that you're listening to The Monkeys and obviously Podcast Valley Sunday. You can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. And please, rate us and leave a message. We'd love to hear from you. But, as always, be gentle with us. We're very sensitive.